Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Thanks for supporting the Fable and Folly Network. Here's another show we know you'll love. I got this really strange email last night. I need to see what's going on with this mystery file. Hey, it's a map of a town called Ocean Bay. Someone sent these images to you for a reason. I'm so lost right now. When was the last time you chose a direction and followed it? I'm going to Ocean Bay. We don't get many tourists this time of year. Ocean Bay is a friendly town, but we're not that friendly. I never sent you an email. I don't even know you. And why exactly are you here? The map is the reason we're here. Maps help when you're lost. Do you know what a trap street is? Trap streets aren't real. They don't exist. Don't trust anyone unless they give you a reason to trust them. I, I think he's dead. How could so much damage happen to a human body in such a short period of time? What the hell is going on here? From the creators of Strange Air, this is Trap Street. So maps can have secrets. Yes, maps can have secrets. Follow and hear new episodes of Trap Street anywhere you listen to podcasts. Omniverse. The Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program is for mature audiences only. This episode contains violence, gore, harsh language, child endangerment and abuse, insects, arachnids, bullying, death, and violence towards defenseless creatures. Please listen at your own discretion. If you find our Stygian story simply scintillating, unlock further secrets at patreon.com slash omniversemedia and help us fund future series via our Indiegogo campaign at CthulhuMystery.com slash crowdfund. Do you hear that? In the cruel blackness of night, an unknowable evil from beyond time cries out. What dark deeds unfold on the streets of Arkham, and which unwitting souls, innocent or impure, will succumb to the maddening call, the call of Cthulhu. Eric's Dessert Company, makers of luscious jelly crystals, bring you part five of the Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program, Night at Howling House. Tonight's chilling chapter, Rough House. Enter a new dimension of taste sensation with luscious jelly crystals. Glistening gelatin gems that effortlessly transform dreary dinners into sensational soirees. Guests will be enraptured by your sublime salads and decadent desserts that undulate enticingly. And the taste sealed within each luscious jelly crystal is a bedazzling bevy of brain-bending bacchanalia. Twelve flavors of unparalleled potency. How can the Eric's Dessert Company pack so much fresh fruit inside each crystalline carapace? 
Don't ask me, I'm just the announcer. Let's hear straight from the source. Source is the key word. At the Eric's Dessert Company, we go straight to the source for each fruit. We have facilities in Hawaii where we crush whole, farm fresh pineapples, then condense and seal their essence. Such true fruit flavors were thought impossible. Only through my patented process is the juice liberated from its flesh at the fruit's peak ripeness. I'm Dr. Barbara Holloway, inventor of the Flavor Bud, the scientific innovation at the heart of luscious Jelly Crystal's incredible flavor potency. Yes, a lady doctor. We exist outside of Kay Francis Pictures, and we're building the future. One attractive gelatin dessert at a time. With an entire pineapple's worth of delectable, ready-sweetened, writhing enlightenment. In kitchens across America, women are reveling in healthful and delicious delights. The sensuous, sophisticated seduction of tart, zestful lime salad gels. Refreshing mint garnish gels. And real fruit dainties. Not a mere fruit taste. At a cost... Less than the price of fresh fruit and also so attractively formed in pure aluminum dessert molds. Send away for our free catalog where you'll find countless attractive recipes and surprising uses for luscious jelly crystals. They thought I was mad. Well, who's laughing now? <laughs> a meal you've got to try and so pleasing to the eye. You can't help but cry. Oh, my. That's luscious. <laughs> luscious jelly crystals from Eric's Dessert Company. Look for them at your grocery store, the one in the non-Euclidean box. Let's take a tour of Howling House, shall we? Starting from the top, all the way up in the attic. The terrified little boy, Dirt is all alone in the world. His horrifying human-faced bat friend is now in the care of the Northwood siblings. There, on the second floor, reading chilling accounts of all the hauntings and disappearances that have afflicted this house, and about the supposed witch responsible. But downstairs, in the foyer, the most frightening thing has happened. Roger Simmons murdered his brother. And Joey might be next. Woods and Chelsea, you've heard some banging and then some shouting downstairs, but being up here on the second floor with all of the wind and the thunder and the rain, it's hard to tell exactly what's going on. You definitely heard Joey and Roger shouting down there, and you think maybe even a third voice. Oh, God. Chelsea, we have to go downstairs right now. Joey, I, I don't know what Roger's doing to him, but we gotta get down there right now. I don't want to go down there. We shouldn't go down there. I have to. I have to go down there. You stay with the bat thing, and I'm going down there. I gotta don't be able to. Don't leave me alone. I leave have me alone to, in this house. I okay? have to go down don't there with go Joey. Down there. And I run out of the room. From the top of the stairs, you can't clearly see because of that mid landing with the bathroom, but something really feels off. I'm going to roll to be sneaky and get to that landing to see what's going on. Go for it. I made it. 36 out of my 40. I'm creeping quickly down the stairs. From the landing's banister, you can see directly below you. Roger, pointing a knife at Joey, 
and standing over the bloody body of his older brother Ace. Oh god. So. Oh hell. Uh, uh, Roger's directly below me? Oh, he's about to be. He's forcing Joey down the hallway at knife point. Get going! Okay, man! Okay! You got the knife! As Roger moves under where I am, I, I want to leap over the banister and jump on top of him. Okay. Since they haven't noticed you, I'm going to give you a bonus die to that. Make a fighting check. Come on, come on. 21! And roll the uh, the tens dice again, because you might even do better. One. Okay. Okay. This is interesting. Good. Woods just thinks, this is my chance. This is the only chance I'm going to have. A scout is brave. A scout is brave. A scout is brave! And jumps over the banister and, and kicks Roger right in the head. Your foot impacts him. And when you hit him, he doesn't move the way a person should. Your foot kind of sinks into him a little bit. And he kind of stumbles to the ground. When he turns to look up at you, the skin on his face is a little loose. A couple of spiders crawl out of his eye socket. Watch out, Woods. I don't know what's wrong with him, but he is not Roger. Time for sanity checks. I rolled a seven, so I succeeded. Uh, 51. That's right above. I failed. If you made it, you lose D3. If you failed, you lose D6. I got a one. I lost three sanity. This is the perfectly opportune time for me to start coming down the stairs. Yes, Chelsea. You hear your brother shout some kind of a heroic battle cry, and then you tiptoe down the landing. You see the three boys downstairs in the middle of fighting each other. And Chelsea, even amidst all the commotion, Roger sees you. He looks up just for a moment, and you see the spiders dancing around his increasingly cavernous eyes. Chelsea! And there's like a seam in his neck that's popped open, and a rat's snout pushes out of it. And the rat looks up at you, too. Roger, what is going on with you, man? <laughs> Roll sanity. I actually failed this time. You lose D6 sanity. I lost three. <laughs> okay, Woods, what are you up to? You, you've started this fight. Is he uh, standing and facing me? Oh, Roger's just pulling himself up to full height. I'm Fucking all the creatures in my jaw. <laughs> oh, well, isn't this fun? And I put my fingers into my mouth hole and stretch it open so you can see what's inside. What's inside? You know, sometimes you turn over a log and you see underneath everything is all the sick and the gross and the things that writhe in the dark. Do you like what you see, Woods? And I back up against Joey. I back up against Joey and and I, and I pull out my BB gun. <laughs> the fuck are you? What did you do with Roger? Then I pull out my switchblade. <laughs> so yeah, you guys pull your weapons out and Roger approaches. My knife is at the ready in one end. And then I reach under my jacket and I take out the Scoutmaster's blade. I rub the blades together, challenging them to come. 
<laughs> Roger, you gonna take a swing at them? Yes. I'm gonna swing to disable them. I'm going for their wrists and their tendons. I wanna make it slow. Who are you going for? Oh, I'm going for the Boy Scout. I rolled a 21 to my 55. I'm gonna dodge. 25 to my 33. You kind of stumble back out of the way of him. You run into Joey, though. Come on, Woods! You fall to the ground, but you're able to avoid a couple of Roger's uh, knife swings as he tries to, to slash your wrists and your tendons with the knives that he's got out. I'm stepping up in there. Gonna show Roger a thing or two. Roll your fighting. 62 out of 80. Pick on someone your own size. And Roger, you make a fighting roll, too. A four. Joey goes to stick Roger with his blade. And Roger kind of ducks it a little aside and actually catches Joey's blade in the in the skin of the side of his head and tugs Joey off guard and sticks him in the back with a knife. Roll for damage, Roger. Three. Joey, you take three damage as Roger sticks you in the back once with a knife and you stumble away from him. <laughs> Joey! Uh, fuck you, Roger! Whatever you are! I look down at my little bat friend and I'm like, Please, help my brother! The bat creature squeals and says, Friends! Its wings unfold in one swift motion and it swoops down from the landing, latching onto the side of Roger's head. Oh, little brother, I'm gonna show them all the nice things inside of me, okay? It starts okay. scratching and biting, tearing insects and vermin and arachnids out from the side of Roger's face. It's a horrifying scene. Oh, good. Roger, you take two points of damage. Hurt me! And it pulls away the things that make you what you are today. Woods? With Roger distracted from that thing tearing at him, I'm just I'm just gonna grab my pocket knife and I'm gonna dive on him and I'm just gonna stick him in and then stick him and stick him and stick him and stick him! Make a fight check. 88. Roger, make a fight roll. This time you're gonna get a penalty die. So roll two tens places and take the worse. The worse? is only 13. Oh, shit. shit. (laughs) So as you pick yourself up, Woods, to make your triumphant, furious assault on Roger, you go to stick him with your knife, and suddenly he turns and is ready for you. He's already holding out your Scoutmaster's knife, and it slides right into your face. Roger, roll for damage. Six. Ouch. The Scoutmaster's knife slices across your face and neck, Woods. Cutting you open, you're bleeding everywhere profusely. Oh, I like it, I like it a lot. Oh, you bad, bad, bad little boy. Five health. <laughs> the Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey today. Looking to get out of the ads and back to the story? Fable and Folly Plus is a new way to support the creators you love. 
The podcast you're listening to right now and more than 60 others can be heard ad-free for as little as $4 a month by visiting fableandfolly.com slash plus. And now you'll start to see Fable and Folly Network shows are offering bonus content to all existing and new supporters. Find exclusive new episodes from shows like Civilized and Realms of Peril and Glory. Fable and Folly Plus. Sign up today at fableandfolly.com slash plus. Several floors up in what feels like a million miles away. Dirt. It's just you, a guano slick floor, and about 150 bats. I was mean! Angry! Stupid! And that is not how you make friends. But I'm a nice boy, and they were mean first. I'm sorry, Mother. I'm sorry, Bats. Just then, a chittering comes from all around you. It's slowly crawling out of all the darkest corners of the room are more of these creatures. The bat things, the rat things with human faces and their freakish chimera bodies. Hello? I'm a friendly good boy. I'm so sorry about being a bad boy. I swear I'm not a bad boy. And there's something else, Dirt. Oh, what now? The guano stink is terrible, but familiar to you. But there's a new scent cutting through. One you've smelled earlier tonight. Tobacco. Who's there? In the corner of the room, from out of a crawl space, strides the cat. And locked in its jaw is a pipe. Its eyes are an eerie shade of yellow, sickly like pus. I'm going to start to back out of the room. The cat walks across a beam and sits, staring menacingly at you. Papa? One of its forepaws contorts in a way that doesn't seem at all like something a cat should be able to do, and it takes the pipe from its mouth. Why, my boy, you look lost as a babe in the woods. My friends were looking for you. Oh, I was just playing a little hide and seek. But I suppose now you've found me. Dirt. The creatures have started moving towards you again, past the cat, inching closer and closer. So why don't you run along back to your friends? There's a new game afoot. All the outs and free. All the outs and free. (laughs) Nope, I am out. I run. I'm running out of here, back through the hole, and out the closet. As you clamber back down and make your way out into the second floor hallway, you can hear there's something going on down on the first floor. Help! They're shouting, scuffling, and commotion. Help! Help! Are they after me? No, there's nothing. It looks like there's nothing following you. But you can see ahead that Chelsea is standing on the midpoint landing, looking down over the banister. I'm running down the stairs now. Chelsea, I'm so sorry. Help me. Dirt? Stop! Roger's a monster! What? Dirt. Your eyes go wide as you see the crazy scene unfolding beneath you. Roger, Joey, and even Woods, they're all brandishing knives at each other. The bat creature is biting at Roger's face, but it's not a face. Oh, what is happening? Make a sanity roll. Oh no, don't snap again, don't snap again, don't snap again. 52 out of 26. Roll d6 sanity loss. 
too. Did I snap? You let out a terrified shriek. <laughs> but otherwise, this is not the worst thing you've seen today. Joey, how are you keeping it together? I'm trying to get back down from being stabbed. <laughs> but I'm gonna get back into it. Make a fight check. 16. Let's do this. And Roger? 39 out of 55. And Joey was a 16 out of 80. That's an extreme success. He's a much better fighter than you, Roger. Joey, you do max damage plus another die roll. Four damage plus D4 as you impale him with your switchblade. That's a total of eight. Oh, fuck. Okay. Uh, Roger, how are you looking? I'm barely holding all my, all my skittering things together. I've only got two health left. So, Joey sticks his switchblade into Roger's chest. This is what it's like to be on top! Yeah! And he sinks in up to his wrist. Oh my god! And just cuts down along Roger. Oh shit! That's a gross wolf! Show them what's inside! Show them what's inside of me! <laughs> Vermin are just pouring out of Roger's front and rear. No, not good! And he's beginning to look like a partially deflated balloon. Let them see what become of a Roger! Yes! On the landing, there's a bathroom, right? Yes. Are there any objects I can pick up or wield? Toilet paper rolls, plungers, well, glass shards from a mirror, anything? Yes, there's actually a several large glass shards in the mirror. I'm going to pick whatever I can up. You grab a, a moldy old towel and wrap it around a large shard of mirror and pick it up. As you come back around, you can see the scuffling is continuing downstairs. I crumple to the ground, and a little rat crawls out of my neck hole. And it has the key in its mouth, and it skitters away towards the kitchen. I see it, and I run down the stairs trying to catch it, and I pull out the little knife from my pocket, because I'm a big girl, I'm gonna do this. Ah, Chelsea! You go running down the stairs past Joey and Woods, who look kind of shocked and bewildered at what's happening. Past the undulating mass of Roger still flailing, snarling, and being eaten by the bat thing. Chelsea! Make a fighting check. Where do you think you're going? 43. Is that a success? Uh, no, actually. It's not great. Chelsea! So you go running and dive at this rat, but it's able to evade you. Woods. I, I, I try and dive after it. Roll the uh, 10. You take a few steps past her and leap through the air with your knife in hand and bring it down right on top of this rat as it tries to flee, pinning it. The rat squeals and vomits a gout of sickly black blood out of its mouth as one of its eyes burst out. Roger's not down for the card. And I'll slash Woods' ankles. Roger's half-deflated body twists and turns to face you, slashing out with the Scoutmaster's knife. Make a fight check. 20. Woods. 43 to my 30. Can I use 10 luck? Not so fast. No, you can't in this case. No. Oh, okay. Roll for half damage. Three. For this tendons. I can't walk no more. I'm in two minutes. Roger drives the blade into your leg. <laughs> it's not a lethal wound, but it's it's crippling. This is this is gonna take a long time to heal. <laughs> You as a Boy Scout know he, he, he cut something vital. Mm. You're going to have difficulty walking. Mm. Meanwhile, up top, Dirt, you've got your 
mirrored shiv in your hands. You're standing at the top of the stairs. I still have a slingshot and I load the glass shiv to fire it. And I rolled a 59 out of 65. Roll damage. Four. And that does it. Roger! <laughs> You're a bad friend, Roger. And I fire my slingshot. The shard of glass glistens in the candlelight as it darts through the air, through the middle of Roger. His body splits in half, just a burst membrane of his insects and vermin pour out of him. His one scream becomes thousands as all of these creatures within him flee, skittering and screaming into every hole and between every floorboard. The bat creature delicately reaches one of its paws out and grabs up what looks like maybe a giant fat millipede and pops it into its mouth with a smile and turns to give you a thumbs up. <laughs> the chaos softens to the sound of the wind and the rain for a moment. Whoa, whoa, what the, what the fuck Until. <laughs> Chelsea, the bat creature is scared too, and it quickly pulls itself along the ground in a strange bat-like walk, and it holds its arms out to you and says, I bend down to pick him up and I go to my brother. Tommy, are you okay? Chelsea! My brother's hurt. Ah, oh, Chelsea, come here. I can't stand up. Oh, my back. Oh, my God. Dirk, come over here and help me. I, I'm okay. What the hell was that thing? I don't know what it was. I'm just glad it's gone. Uh, is it gone? I don't know, but do we have any idea how to get the hell out of here? I, well, the, the, here's the key. I can't move. Dirk, take the keys. Guys, I saw something horrible. Dirk, take the damn keys. Uh, uh. Go, take the key. Take the key, You're Dirk. You go look. You go, Dirk. Okay. Dirk, you take the key in your hand, and you walk towards the door. You slowly place the key into the keyhole and twist. The, the metal squeaks and groans as you turn the key. You hear the sound of the door unlocking. Then you turn the knob. All of a sudden, the entire door begins to shudder, and then the key begins vibrating violently in the keyhole, and then promptly shoots out of the keyhole at you. No, 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 no! Where are we supposed to go? There's only one place left to go. What are you What are you talking about? There's one place left to go. The door just shot the key out at us. The only logistical place to go is the only place we haven't checked yet. The, the, the basement. basement. Maybe there's holes, like little windows we can dig through and wriggle out like a little itty bitty worm. I, I, it's raining. It, it's probably flooded down there. I can't go down there. My leg is slashed open. My face is slashed open. I, I, I'm gonna get an infection from the from the. I can't go down there. All right, all right, all right. Okay, Woods. As much as this is gonna hurt me, get on my back. I think I can possibly carry you down there. Oh, I, I, I mean, you guys can. You know, Dirk can help me. Chelsea, can you help me? I have like one hand. Wait. Can, can, I, 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 I need to. I need to bandage. I need to bandage up my face, and I need to bandage up my leg. I helped Tommy get his first aid stuff out of his pack. Thanks, Chelsea. There's a sewing kit in there. Uh, we'll need that. I'm gonna roll first aid. I got a 27 out of my 60. Woods, slumped up against the wall, you're giving orders to Dirt and to Joey to do their best to be your hands as they patch you up. 
which unfortunately isn't too good because Dirt only really has one good hand to begin with. But with your capable instructions, they're able to do their best to close your wounds and, and help you. Soon, you're on your feet, more or less. And you're able to, in turn, patch up Joey's wounds. Joey, you get a hit point back. Woods, you get back one hit point for your leg and one hit point for your face as well. Okay, that's something. <laughs> Pick up my Scoutmaster's knife in it. Oh, it's covered in blood. I can't... I mean... I look at Chelsea and I... I can't believe I did this to us. I broke the Scout's oath. And now... I take out my handkerchief and I and I start to clean this off and a scout is clean. A scout is clean. A scout is clean. I gotta make this right. Somehow. I take a moment to pull my little bat friend off my back and I ask him, is there a way out in the basement? Out? Out of the house. He said the word mama? Great. The hell does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> Get down to the basement. Maybe mama's in the basement? Oh, God, I hope not. If mama's in the basement, mama might know a way out. Just then, Chelsea, the bat creature tugs at your hair. Ow, stop that. Ah! 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 Your gaze follows his frantic, twisted little hand, pointing up as far as you can see up the staircase. A swarm of rats flow down the stairs like water, undulating and creeping over every surface. Interspersed among them are the other creatures, the bat and the rat things with humanoid faces, all sneering at you. Oh yeah, I was trying to tell you. Oh no! Hell no. Get up, Woods, come on! The bat creature on Chelsea's back says, What do you want with us? Why, these rats just want to play with you, dear Chelsea. The strange, sickly cat creature jumps into the light, delicately walking atop the mid-landing banister. Papa! Papa? That cat's the rat's papa? That ain't right. The rats have been deadly silent up to this point, and then, all of a sudden, as one, they begin jittering and screeching. <laughs> Some of the human-faced rat creatures begin to howl. One of them says, and then a chorus. Ready or not, sweet children, here we come. I hope you weren't expecting some peace and quiet in this frightening fixer-upper. No, if there's one thing you can count on in Howling House, it's impeccable hospitality, and that means never a dull moment in that sinister shanty. Lucky for us listening audience types, we can sit back from a safe distance and enjoy the mayhem. Though, folks, we could use your hand with something. The Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program's crowdfunding campaign is live. 
And it's off to a good start. But this show that we're all enjoying is not cheap to make. Stop what you're doing right now, if it's safe for you to do so, and head to CthulhuMystery.com slash crowdfund. Just have a look around. Watch our moving picture, where you'll see and hear the cast and crew tell you more about our occult operation and astounding rewards that await you, such as illustrated editions of our original and officially licensed Call of Cthulhu tabletop campaign or your very own sack of wooden red herring coins, not dissimilar from what young Tommy Northwood found in our previous episode. (laughs) How about that? For those of you who are able to make a big financial impact on the future of our series, we've got some great big opportunities that we've never offered before. For instance, you can become a sponsor of an upcoming episode and have our crack team write and record a strange advert at your behest. It could be about a real-life product or project or a special message. Anything you want, more or less. You're the boss. That's just one of the many exclusive items available to all backers in the black market. Huh. Oh, I can see you're intrigued. The notion of illicit activities gives you a thrill. Well, step into our parlor over at CthulhuMystery.com slash crowdfund for more details. Every little bit helps, whether it's monetary... Or spreading the good word, letting folks know that you love our show. Leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser, or telling friends and family either in person or via your social networks. And recommend your favorite season. Tis the time to share scary stories, after all. I'll also invite you to think on the number seven, which holds great significance in myriad beliefs and mythologies. Perhaps it's no coincidence, then, that... In order for someone to take action, on average, they'll need to hear a message seven times. Which is to say, if you're sharing the mirth and misadventure of mystery program on your socials, some folks may need to hear about our peculiar podcast and creepy crowdfunding campaign seven times. This is the water and this is the well and the night is getting on. The days are getting cold The horse is the white of the eyes, and let's be frank, things have taken a truly dark turn for our cast. So, what say we drink full and liven things up, hmm? Perhaps you are aware that Chris LeBrain, the actor who's delighting you as Joey Davenport, is first and foremost a musician. He's a member of the Universal Funk Orchestra and also performs as the frontman of his own ensemble, Chris LeBrain's Campaign. As they describe themselves, new wave party people for the campaign of the galaxy. Now, that's fitting because, folks, these sounds are out of this world. I mean, I've never heard anything like them. Uh, they make my body move in strange ways that uh, there's no logical accounting for. There's something very strange about this music. Even my nostrils are twitching, and the less we say about my backside, the better. These proclaimed party people have dropped off one big party favor at the station. I have in my hands the recording of an all-new song by Crystal Brain's campaign, and it is hot. I mean, uh, it is emitting a strange radiation, and I can see through my fingers just by holding the darn thing. 
It's glowing like a damn meteor. And if I drop the needle on this, uh, frankly, I don't know what's going to happen. But what say we find out together? Lovely listeners, brace your bodies and prepare for an exclusive premiere right here on WIS. This is the cosmic sounds of a brand new track from Chris LeBrain's campaign. It's called Don't Mean Much to Me.
to the Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program. This series is recorded and produced in Central Florida and Nashville, Tennessee, on land stolen from their indigenous people, the Chamuqua and Seminole, and Yuchi, Chickasaw, Shawnee, and Cherokee, respectively. Acknowledgement of the first peoples of these lands and the lasting repercussions of colonization is just the beginning of the restorative work that is necessary. Through awareness, we can prompt allyship, action, and ultimately, decolonization. For links to aid indigenous efforts, and to learn more about the First Nations of the land where you live, visit CthulhuMystery.com slash landback. If you enjoy this podcast broadcast, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. And be sure to subscribe to our series via your favorite podcast player to get all the latest episodes. This podcast wouldn't be possible without the support of listeners like you and our incredible team of Patreon producers. Joe Tankrasiodelli, Miona MK86, Sean Hutchinson, Sean T. Red, Josh King, Patrick Webster, and Chris Cohen. And our executive Patreon producers, Big Bad Shadow Man, Marcus Larson, Jamieson Malone, and Becky Scott Fairley. Join the team at patreon.com slash omniverse media. Episode 5, Rough House, was written and performed by Luke Stram, Kat Blackard, Chris LeBrain, Manda Bruno, Brandon Gerson, and Colin Peterson, with additional scripting and story editing by Kat Blackard and performance by Lehman Kessler. Editing and mastering is by executive producers Colin Peterson and Kat Blackard. It's produced by John Sebastian Laval, and Jessica Mudd is associate producer. Our original score is composed and performed by Ryan McQuinn and Mike McQuinn of Neon Dolphin. Home for all your custom music needs and more, NeonDolphinMusic.com The Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program is proudly played using Chaosium's Call of Cthulhu 7th Edition. Night at Howling House is based on The Dare, a scenario by Kevin Ross with revisions by Brett Kramer, published by Sentinel Hill Press. For full episode credits, transcripts, 
as well as character sheets and other supplemental material, visit CthulhuMystery.com. All characters appearing are fictitious, and any resemblances to persons living or dead is purely coincidental. This has been the Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program. Good night. Omniverse. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. This is routine update log number six for Dr. Edison Tucker concerning my research into the town of Jerusalem, Oregon, and the existence of the supernatural, paranormal, mythological, etc., etc., blah, blah, blah. Anyway, since arriving, I've definitely encountered some stuff that could be classified under weird ass. I mean, where else does putting lamb's blood on people's doorways actually work as pest control? And nobody in town will talk to me about the picnic area near Lincoln's farm. Although, could be because everybody thinks I'm one of those monster hunting idiots. Which I'm not, okay? I am an experienced professional who takes my work extremely seriously, and I am going to prove this if it's the last thing I ever- Although, to be honest, I think the biggest mystery on my hands is how I'm going to survive living with Lucille Kensington, stuck-up extraordinaire. So, if you guys don't hear from me again, it wasn't something in the woods that got me. Probably. Where the Stars Fell. Available now wherever podcasts are found.